From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Mm. A gang-banging Boogie D trigger man in a botched gang hit in Fordham Heights was sprung by a judge who tossed his indictment and released him that very day. The Doogie B DA's office, that's right, the Doogie B DA's office says 17-year-old Stephen Mendez plus two other reputed gangsters were out seeking revenge for a beatdown on a member of their group and somehow shot uninvolved 21-year-old psycho coma in the head killing him stupidly with their gun. A DA's office there uh, had 45 days to present their case to a grand jury. The Bronx DA's office had no comment on the killer's release, and the Office of Court Administration was likewise silent. It sounds as if this might have occurred due to a failure on the part of the law factor in the law and order equation. The New York Post stated the trigger puller's release was on a technicality, but further said it's not immediately clear what exactly turned the key? Meanwhile, the young victim's upset mother, watching the proceedings on a private live stream, was incredulous with the release of her son's killer, and she hit the nail on the head. This is why they will keep killing, because they know there are no consequences. Joining me now uh, from the Patriarchy Show, Ian Erickson. Hey, Ian. What's going on, Pat? Thanks for having me on. Though the Bronx DA's office had no comment, the victim's mother had plenty to say. She mentioned that prior to the gunman's release, the DA's office had been seeking the maximum penalty for the slaying, which is life in prison. Yeah. But now the gang killer is free to do as he please, and you won't be shocked to learn it's not the first time he's gotten a lucky break from the criminal justice system. <laughs> of course. Yeah, he's. Uh, it includes a, a 2019 incident in which he'd uh, demanded money from his own mother. From his own mother? Yes. Now, <laughs> I would never strike a woman. Not even my own mother. But he would. He slapped. She refused to give him money, so he slapped her before pointing a loaded three fifty seven at her. That's Oof, a big gun. That's a huge gun. Yeah. I've got one of those. I own it. I just don't have it in New York with me because, you or know. do you? Certain reason. I, <laughs> no, I don't. I would tell you if I did. I'd be like, I own a gun, and I'm not supposed to. <laughs> Here in New York. <laughs> well, it's, it's unclear whether or not she eventually coughed up the cash he asked for, but if she had it handy, I'm sure, signs <laughs> point to yes, right? Okay. I'm sure that she doesn't talk that way. Okay. Whatever the result, it didn't slow down the young man's violent criminal tendencies, and during the summer of intimidation, you recall, when oh, yeah. cops had their hands full managing the chanting, drumming hordes of anti-blue jackasses who piled out of the lockdown and into the streets, snaking through the city like a fat, obnoxious python looking for God knows what, many of them just happy to be outside in the sun, soaking up that essential vitamin D, forbidden all spring to non-essential people. Hmm. But now that vitamin D granted and granted, uh, uh, you know, with with the utmost encouragement, hearty encouragement from the mayor, and uh, given an unconditional pass by the medical bureaucracy, as you recall, uh, courtesy of 1,200 Fauci toadies who mm. suddenly decided that racial injustice was a much more significant health risk than the dreaded worldwide pandemic that still prevented the free operation of businesses, government offices, and lemonade stands all over the state. <laughs> uh, basically, what I'm saying in all that is they just dumped everybody out into the streets right. uh, who was young, and wanted to be out there fighting for racial 
justice and anti-racism and shit because that's the only thing you can do. You can go outside for that. You can go march in the streets for that. Right. If you want to march in the streets against the COVID protocols, you're Satan. That's a no. Because racism is the pandemic. Racism is, the, is yeah, was, okay. was a, a health risk. I'd never heard it phrased that way. <laughs> significant. What, the way we see it is a racism is a much more significant health risk. Well, they're kind of right, I guess, because COVID isn't a health risk. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Uh, but neither way. is racism. Yeah. Which one is... Uh, the, <laughs> Which one's more <laughs> bullshit? It's really hard to say, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I never wow. thought of it that way. Yeah, but uh, it does, and and that itself, really, just saying, oh yeah, racism arbitrarily, you know, George Floyd got killed, so we have to go. <laughs> wow, this is a huge problem, right? Oh my god! And so, you know, I mean, that's pretty arbitrary. One guy in Minnesota, yeah, changes the course of the world. Yeah, the, yeah, and you're like you said, the world. There's BLM chapters in England. I don't know what they're complaining about. England ended slavery, <laughs> you know. Like I don't. So did we? Yeah, yeah. It, it took us a little bit longer, but yeah, we absolutely did, and Barely. we lost six hundred twenty thousand uh, people doing it. You know, so I think that you, they should thank us. Thank you for ending slavery. <laughs> and thank your you would be nice, dying. but I think that yeah, that would be enough reparations for me. Would it be enough reparations for I you? I think so. The thank you would be Considering nice. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, well, you're welcome. I didn't do anything. But In fact, none of us had anything to do with that. Can we please <laughs> just move on? That's good enough. That would be reparations enough. Let's all just fucking go back to the 80s when, yes, when, that was, when everybody yeah. liked each other. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, all racism is is a... <laughs> it's a mar- uh, racism is, is a Marxist fucking uh, ghost. A Marxist boogeyman. Uh, Steve Mendez was indicted also for his role in a, a 2020. This happened Jeez. right there at the height of that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He, he came out and killed somebody at this time uh, or was involved in a violent robbery in which the victim was shot. The guy didn't die. Uh, Mendez was 16 at the time and prosecuted as a youthful offender. This guy's young. Youthful offender. Youth. <laughs> 16. Okay. What do you mean? That's not youthful? Youthful. That's youthful. Full of youth. I, don't, I mean, he's, he's definitely youthful <laughs> and offender. <laughs> he's not a fender. He's a fender. <laughs> but he's held on in an, uh, he was held in a non-secure facility until May 2021. And this is all the guy who just came up and was the trigger man and he was just released. Mm-hmm. Uh the, they they failed to prosecute him for this crime. I guess it just goes away. He shot a guy in the head. <laughs> Holy shit. He shot a guy in yeah. the head in the Bronx. I mean, Stephen Coma, or not Stephen Coma, but a Cowdy, uh, Bowdy Coma, whatever the name is. He oh. shot a dude, and the mother's upset, and that's understandable. And, you know, I mean, I'm not as upset as she is. Let's let's face it. Sure. It's a little tougher for her than for me. Just a little. I'm willing to acknowledge that. This is not, I'm not the one suffering the most <laughs> in this, but. You might be. I don't think I am. I mean, you're pretty. You look pretty upset right it's now. It's possible that I could be rivaling her degree of mm. upsetness about so. her son. I thought. I thought so. Yeah. It'll be okay. All right. You'll get through it. Well, yeah. I mean, look. Just having to talk about it is torture enough. <laughs> uh, he was prosecuted as a youthful offender, held in non-secure facility until then, when uh, Bronx Supreme Court Justice Dennis Boyle <laughs> let him skate with five years probation. So the guy got shot in an armed robbery, and. This he didn't pull the trigger in this case, I but he was involved, uh, you know, and he uh, got five years probation. Uh, 
But see, the thing is about this thing now, right? Mm-hmm. Is that that because this was only in 2021? Yeah, not that long. What, ago. What the fi- yeah, and five years probation can't be up yet because it was only a year ago, right? Do they mention what the technicality was like, or they just no. say technicality? Just sprung on a technicality. Technicalities out. But they did say that Who the he fuck knows why, but I, he is. It did say now. I don't know how the criminal justice system works and all its like fine twists and turns, but uh, you know they had 45 days to bring a case to the grand jury and they didn't. Apparently, it doesn't say they didn't. It just says they had that much time to do it. So is that the technique? And, and say if they didn't bring it to a grand jury, maybe this is one of those things that the judge thought well, this is, this should have gone to a grand jury. But not every killing goes to a grand jury, right? Or do they? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. And, and if they ran out of time, why the fuck did you run out, run of, out time? of time? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot here. Of the, I mean, like it seems pretty. Someone you know, should get fired for that. Something should happen, right? Yeah. But you see, the Bronx DA's office is notorious for letting people skate. They uh, low sentencing. They hardly. They don't like to convict anybody. Right. And basically, Manhattan, uh, the DA, has uh, you know who sets the tone for all the DAs said, hey, uh, we're not prosecuting anything now. Wow. We're not asking for carceral sentences on almost anything. So they can make it look like a fuck-up, but it's technicality. Somehow this happened. We don't really know. And they don't comment when they're asked. But this is their mission. So This is their mission. I can get a worse penalty getting a parking ticket than a youthful offender that shot, helps shoot someone in the head? Um. <laughs> Well, he got five years probation for that. What about slapping the mother? But he was sentenced to five years probation in 20... Well, here's a question I wanted to bring up real quick. Mm -hmm. And you probably could, by the way. Um, But if if, if nothing else, he should be locked up for violating his parole, right? You would think that's... He he has a parole officer. Or probation. Probation officer, officer, yeah. Where's the probation officer and all this? It should violate that, right? Yeah, you'd think. Killing is, is, someone isn't that the way that. it works? So you violate your probation? Yeah, and you go to jail. Um, yeah, so one, one would think that putting a gun to a guy's head and pulling the trigger on the street would be some sort of <laughs> violation of his probation, but that doesn't seem to be a factor in this case. Now, with the murder and indictment in a violent armed robbery, right? So a murder wow. and an indictment in a violent armed robbery and having threatened his mother with a loaded three fifty seven slapped her. No incarceration, and he's out there in the city somewhere tonight. Would you like to make a prediction on what's next for gangbanger Stephen Mendez? Well, short of the Lord himself <laughs> reaching down from his golden throne and placing the divine tip of his holy finger directly onto the heart of this 21-year-old mother-slapping <laughs> gunman, the only thing that remains to be seen is who will be his next victim. Oh, I make him sound like he's Jaws out there swimming <laughs> around. He, he don't do nothing but swim and eat. <laughs> make little eyes. baby gangbangers. <laughs> So the southbound one train claimed the lives of a man and a woman uh, at the uh, on the on the tracks right there uh, at 145th station at Broadway in Hamilton Heights. A man and a woman. Mm. Uh, two other people were also hurt in the incident, but refused medical attention. And though the circumstances now, this is an interesting thing. Usually, people die in ones on the subway tracks. Yeah, it's usually you not you know you're multiple. But we had two people hurt. and We had two people dead. Wow, man and a woman. So uh, the circumstances uh, surrounding the fatal strike <laughs> weren't immediately clear to 1010 wins and uh, 1010 wins does note that just a week before this 
one train double murder in northern Manhattan just a week before that. There was a similar case wow. in violent Brooklyn where uh, I don't know, either it was either late on a Tuesday, early on a Wednesday, two French graffiti artists were struck oh, and killed. Good. They were killed. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Why do you say that? It's such low-hanging fruit. French. I get it. We hate them. Yes. I, I'll get to that. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> I apologize. We understand. I take it back. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Worst guest ever. Pretty much. Two French graffiti artists were struck and killed by a train in Brownsville, the place where trains seem the livest. Frogs get knocked down, body counts only rising. I must be stepping hops, which it be getting hot. I step and bop while I stroll with my spray can cocked. <laughs> <laughs> the stop, that's real. They kill at will. Clack, clack, mad trains in your grill in Brownsville. <laughs> People don't tend to get hit by trains in Paris, not even in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> but here, these two freedom graffiti artists, freedom, you like that, from France? Freedom, got it. Yeah. Freedom fries. Freedom fries. Uh, were both <laughs> killed. And since it was noted in the report that they were graffiti artists, it's safe to assume that they died doing what they love, which is vandalizing <laughs> public property. And what do French graffiti niners write, I wonder? You ever wonder what, what do they write with their cans? I don't know. It's got to be Viva or something, right? <laughs> you would think. Viva les homosexuals de France. Les miserables. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to guess that's what happened in Hamilton Heights, too, though. The two other guys, they just managed to not get killed. And the ones that, uh, I mean, the ones that did get killed in Hamilton Heights, I bet they were they were doing graffiti. Graffiti. Yeah, and then okay. they had two people on their team, graffiti team. Yeah, look Squad. Right. Who uh, managed to not die. Yeah, who just like, you got, run! <laughs> There's a train coming! <laughs> and they'll have a story to tell their, uh, you know, their grand vandals. <laughs> a woman was slashed in the leg at a Midtown subway station Monday night while trying to stop a robbery. Yes, a good Samaritan slashed in the leg. Good Samaritans don't really make out too well. No, the Good Samaritans seem to be getting hurt in New York City it's, it's a lot. It's funny how that works, right? I don't know what happened to the Good Samaritan, you know, in the Bible. Yeah. How did that end up? You're a Bible, you're a theologian, you're a bit of a Bible expert, uh, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, a little what, bit, a little bit. What happened to the Good Samaritan? Good Samaritan. Did he get slashed on the leg? He got slashed on the leg. No, for real. <laughs> did he, he, he helped a guy, and then uh, yeah. just nothing, right? Well, God. Just like, later, I'm going back to Samaria. Well, the Samaritans were looked down upon by the the Israel or the, oh, great. the Jewish the Judas. Okay. Yeah, well, trying to get there. And so they were looked down upon. And so the good Samaritan is supposed to well, the Samaritan before they he was the good Samaritan. He was, was just a regular Samaritan, ass Samaritan. Trashy, half breed Israeli sort of thing that they didn't like. They lived in the north. Um and he did a good deed and Jesus was like, even the Samaritans can do it. Why can't you? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Like, if the Samaritans can do it, you can do it, too. It's like, look at the Polak helping people. <laughs> like the Archie Bunker Jesus. <laughs> Even the Polacks can help people, meathead. That's great. So, oh, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting... Ba that's what the Good Samaritan means. That's the meaning of it. It's yeah. not just, like, help people. It's like... If this a Samaritan, <laughs> yeah, if a Samaritan can do it, it's like choose your ethnic slur. The good this, yeah, and uh, and you know we we'll, we won't do that, <laughs> no, but we can do it in our minds and enjoy the joke. You're a Samaritan. You're a dirty Samaritan. This dirty Samaritan. <laughs> you used to be a dirty Samaritan. Now I think you're good. You helped the guy out. He was yeah. laying there. I mean, just you, you looked for his wallet. Let's face of it. Of course, of you, course. You you wanted to rob him. <laughs> 
but he'd already been robbed. So you said, okay, fine. I'll help you out. I'll stand you up or something. What did he do to the help the guy? What, what did the Good Samaritan actually do that good made him good? Samaritan. I can't remember. To become, to right become good from being a Samaritan only. He did, I to, think... Uh, no, that was working. I'm trying to think. Uh, Wash his lo- feet he, or something? No, no. Uh, Take no, him he in. wasn't washing feet. Oh, I don't know. They brought him back in. and they fed him the fucking fattest calf and shit like that. The fattened calf the, the, that he left. Yes. And his dad gave it to him. His dad gave the Good Samaritan the the fucking fat, fatted calf. Okay. Right? Isn't that right? I don't... That, no, no. And wait. the brother's like, why the hell you do this for him? No, that's the He's prodigal like a, son. Pro, oh, right. Fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good thief. Anyways, uh, around 6 p.m., 33-year-old woman was approached by an unknown man. These unknown people, without names, unidentified, are the most dangerous sorts of people. This is at 34th Street, Herald Square subway station, which I was in earlier today. And I'm telling you, man, everywhere I go, there's a crime. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually fucking sneaky as fuck when it comes to crime. I don't know if you know this. Okay. But um, he, uh, w- the 30 year old, she was approached by an unknown man, 33, hmm. same age as Jesus was when mm-hmm. he was crucified, 34th Street, Herald Square station. Uh, who knocked her cell phone out of her hand, this unknown man, picked it up and attempted to flee. A good Samaritan, 27-year-old woman, <laughs> not really from Samaria. Yes. <laughs> That's not needed to be a Samaritan. Then she tried to assist the victim and stop the suspect from running away. Let me assist you. Are you okay? Okay. And then she chased after the guy. Wow. Tried to assist him. And uh, and stopped the, the suspect from running away. Well, police said that's when the individual struck the 27-year-old woman. I would never strike a woman, not even in the <laughs> leg, with a knife. Uh, it was an unknown sharp object causing a puncture wound. You always worry about that unknown business. Oh, I mean, fuck, yeah. I mean, what could it be? It could be all kinds of things. Rusty things, you know? It's usually dirty, rusty dirty things. things. Dirty, yeah. bloody things. I mean... Fecal matter. F- some sharpened fecal yeah. matter. <laughs> in the can. No, on the sharpened In prison. <laughs> You can sharpen feces just like a knife. <laughs> you let it dry. I'm done. Uh, see you later. <laughs> if a little feces in prison is too... If a, if a, if a fucking turd knife is going to get you... Uh, caused a puncture wound. The assailant then fled the scene topside. EMS responded, transported the second victim. She's a second victim, but the Good Samaritan. To NYC Health and Hospitals in Bellevue, stable condition, no other injuries reported. First vic- oh, the, the first victim, no injuries, except she doesn't have her phone. Would you rather have someone steal your phone or take a puncture wound to the leg? I take a puncture wound. Yeah. I, I like my phone. phone. I, I have my... So I, the I main mean, the victim... pictures are on the cloud. Hmm. That what you'd be worrying about? Yeah, my pictures of my kids and everything. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Why don't you just put them on a hard drive? Then you don't have to give a shit about oh, the cloud. They're on the cloud. They're... <sighs> Cloud. I guess I don't know. I guess I guess I would take a puncture. You ever notice how fucking freaked out Apple gets if you run out of cloud space? Like they they really think yes. you give a shit. They go like this isn't on the cloud. Yeah, but uh, you know I don't care. I never wanted it to be on. The, I don't want any of this shit on the fucking cloud. How did I get the cloud? <laughs> the I did it to avoid <laughs> buying space and somehow I'm, ah. Yeah, now you're paying dollar ninety nine or whatever. Yeah, which yeah. you know it's negligible, but still I don't want. Whatever that is, it's like you think of it as being out here somewhere. It's just on a fucking server someplace, right? Yeah. Sitting there. Yeah, I don't exactly want sh- what's happening. I, uh, 
I'm uncomfortable with that. And I, <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm an old guy, and oh. I want everything on my machine. The end. I want to hit a button and see it. I mean, <laughs> I, in the old days, we used to change the TV with our hands. <laughs> used to hit the TV. You had to sit down and was... get another TV. And have to, that vertical hold would be a problem. <laughs> Anybody with information regarding this incident has to call NYPD's Crime Stoppers Hotline at 1-800-577-TIPS. Now, a sexual assault is always enjoyable and required for this show, if possible. Okay. Uh, this is... Uh, a story about a man who followed a woman out of a subway station and attempted to sexually assault her on a prospect park bench in Park Slope. Just followed her out of the subway station. She sits on a park bench. She's like, this looks like a good time for a sexual assault. He trailed the 29-year-old woman out of the 2-3 line hmm. at the Grand Army Plaza station. So many of these crimes do happen at stations that I've never fucking heard of or gotten off on. I've never heard of that place. Grand Army. Apparently, it's near Park Slope. Off the 2-3. Okay. So that's how you get there. Uh, Grand Army Plaza Station. Maybe it's very nice. I don't know. It's grand. It's, it's, that's <laughs> allegedly as advertised. <laughs> uh, it's on the north end of the park around 2 15, uh, 12, 15 p.m. on a Sunday. Sunday at the park. Wow. It can't be safe. The man began to masturbate in front of the woman. As she was walking. Oh, she wasn't on the bench. It was just, I thought this was a park bench thing. Oh, he forced her onto a bench. Yeah. You get on that bench, bitch. Look, I got my dick out. Get on the bench. How did he force her onto a bench? I mean, I guess he pushed her or something. Yeah. Or, or, or he's like, get on the bench or I'll stab you. Or With my dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would have said threatened her with a knife if he had a knife. That's true. Get on that bench. You don't want to carry a sharp object and masturbate at the same time. <laughs> I know this. You know, I'm coordinated and stuff. <laughs> I can do a lot of stuff, but I'm not, I don't want to. Like, Accidental why circumcision. Why risk it? You know, he's, yeah, he's, or worse. Ooh. Or worse. I'm not a moil, you know. You're not a moil. No. I thought you far, were a moil. Far from You know I'm not a moil. <laughs> don't be stupid. Oh, dear. Uh, he then foist, foist, foist her onto a bench, <laughs> tried to sexually assault her. I mean, she already had to see him masturbate while, I mean, it's while she's walking. He began to masturbate in front of the woman while she was walking. So was he walking backwards in front of her, <laughs> masturbating? Because then maybe he'd be fine with that sharp object. That's pretty, you know, I can't walk ma backwards and masturbate for it's, very long. It's impressive. Just because my apartment's short. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't want to do it outside. I mean, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, uh, I have to sort of know a girl. I have to sort of know her before I'll take my dick out and masturbate in front of her. Like at least her name? Sort of know her. Even more than that. I have to know okay. she's not going to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> I mean, you know, that she might not like it. <laughs> but she's not going to. But she's going to roll her eyes at worst, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this guy. Again, like an X or something like that, you know. Like I've had a lot of X's in my life, and you just go, "Come on, yeah. one more," and, and you think one like more time. you think that's gonna do it, yeah. right? The like <laughs> we were, we was married a long time. Let me take my dick out. Let me just look at this. Remember how good this was. This was awesome. She's out the door, just like, "Come on, dude. I just came here to get my shirt." <laughs> this is fucking disgusting. You disgust me. You still? I'm sorry. I love you, but just, dude, stop. This is exactly why. And I go, ah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I wanted her to leave. Ooh. Uh, so reverse use, psychology. Yeah, reverse psychology. Masturbate in front of her. <laughs> but he's walking backwards. <laughs> and I wonder what he, how he tried to sexually assault her. He forced her onto a bench and tried to put his dick in her mouth. Is what I want to say. Okay. 
I'm going to say that's probably what he did. Get on that bench. And Get blow on me. Yeah. Sit down. He's standing up, you know, masturbating in front of her. Getting it hard. Here's what he looks like. Uh, I'll I'll show you guys. If you want to see him. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, this gentleman right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is the gentleman in question. The bench masturbator. Yes, he's he's a masturbator, sexual assaulter. I mean, you know, uh, looks like a nice guy. He's got yeah. a nice what? What would that be? Like a daiquiri ice colored? Uh, yeah, it's it's not what, like what, the Miami Dolphins colors. What is there? that? Like, that's not much of an aquamarine. Yeah, it's hmm. Interesting. We got another Mr. Talented on our hands, you know. Except, but slightly different. He masturbates. It says uh, he ultimately fled into uh, Prospect Park through the Grand uh, Grand Army Plaza entrance. So again, that comes into play. But police okay. said uh, didn't say if the woman was physically injured in the attack. Anybody with information asked to call Crime Stoppers at one eight hundred five seven seven tips. People are apparently unhappy with uh, Mayor Adams is uh, what he's doing with crime. They say this isn't very good. You're not doing a very good job. Uh oh. Yeah, they're not into it. They don't like it. Well, according to the New York Post, it says uh, it says majority of voters disapprove of Mayor Had- Adams handling a crime. And and here we see him at some sort of a uh, he's at a Met Gala. Yeah, the Met Gala. Yeah, yeah Met Gala, and he's dressed up like. Uh, Oh, I forget. somebody mentioned Liberace in <laughs> reference to this outfit, and I don't altogether uh, disagree. But yeah, <coughs> you be the judge. Uh, he's uh, look at him there. Now I will say his wife, huge improvement, first lady wise. Oh yeah, you know she's Big time. she's lovely. You know I don't know how old she is. She's timeless. She has a nice smile. She doesn't have a very nice smile, actually. She she has a strained, I have to smile smile, but it's good enough. It's better than what we, you know. Shirley McRae had no smile. She refused to smile. Yeah, she was wouldn't miserable. do it. And this one uh, does not. This first lady does not seem to be interested in doing a bunch of governmental shit, which is nice. Yeah, stay out. Mind your business. You know, it's, it, you know, De Blasio. <laughs> give give the devil his due. He was excellent at, you know, graft or corruption or whatever the fuck he was doing, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, two heads are better than one. You got four stealing hands rather than two. <laughs> you know, you can do twice as well. And and de Blasio was greedy because there was a lot to take at the time. I mean, I think that, you know, there, there was a lot of New York City to ruin. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, and when you look at the ruining over the last over those eight years, you're like, wow, man, he, he fucked it up pretty good. So bad that when Adams comes in, it's like, save us. It's like, yeah, really? This guy, huh? Was, this guy with this jacket. Who who was the comedian that was uh, uh, had a bit um, or an act or whatever that w- that said something about what gives the first lady the right because she's being fucked by the president to then run for president or do presidential things? Oh, who, I think it's was Jeff Foxworthy. Was that? Was that Jeff Foxworthy? <laughs> no. I don't know. Bob Kelly? I don't know. <laughs> Chris Rock. <laughs> what gives? Heard it right. <laughs> was it? Uh, uh, what's his name? Cat uh, Williams. I don't know what she thinks gives her the right because she fucking him. You don't get to do shit. <laughs> it had to be during the Cat Clinton Williams. years. It had to be during the Clinton years. <laughs> I don't know. You did a Regan. Can you say that? What Regan? Yeah. Who? <laughs> what? 
gives you the big yellow ones? The sun. What gives you the right? To <laughs> there you the go. President. Yeah, you got to you got to start with the Regan yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You can't. You, yeah. you can't just go into it. You have but, to do. Uh, I'm Brian Regan. <laughs> Oh wait, wait, no, no, it was uh it was Elvis. <laughs> a lot of impressions. Okay. The honeymoon appears to be over from Eric Mayor Eric Adams says when it comes to New Yorkers' views on his handling of Big Apple's vexing crime problem. It is a vexing issue. It's vexing. Consider you can color me vexed because <laughs> you know, they've done everything they can do. You know, they've paid the cops a bunch of overtime. That didn't work, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh it, it, well earned, by the way. I mean, like, you know, the, that's what happens when you I guess if you cut the number down of cops, then what ends up happening is you have to pay these other guys more. <laughs> they got to work more. That's weird. Crazy. That's vexing is what it is. <laughs> and then they've also decided to, uh, you know, the, the, the laws are all fucked up and shit. It's like, as I said, I don't know if it was you I was talking to, but the, the changes that they've made are just cosmetic to the uh, the bail reform. They made some very, like, fucking minor tweaks. Like, mm. well, now, um, you know, uh, you gun crimes might be prosecuted. Might be. might be, I, you know, shit like that. It's just like <laughs> very, very bare minimum changes that they, you know, Eric Adams went up to Albany, you know, here I go, man, I'm trying to get this. Can you guys change this? And they're like, of course not. And they're like, okay, fine. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm good. You know that. You know I'm fucking with you, right? right. <laughs> but the important thing is he's got what swagger, right? Yeah, swag. Swag, like yeah. in gun violence on the back of this jacket. And he's got an in train there for the. Uh, <laughs> Don't do it. I'm not. Uh, no. And no, it's uh, funny these two guns make. Is this binoculars or is that two guns? It's like the a, monster logo. And that's a birthday cake or something. A lady's <laughs> going to pop out of. These are African <laughs> masks. African yeah. masks all over mm-hmm. it at the bottom. Uh, here's King uh, Yakub at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> He's like lying through the gun. No, and gun violence. I'm offended by the term gun violence a lot. It bothers that, me a lot. Why is that? Well, because it puts the responsibility on the gun. The gun violence. It's gun violence. They, and they say, gun violence erupted on the subway. <laughs> Shit like that. I mean, like, it's... Look, don't you think the people bear responsibility for gun violence? I mean, like, yeah, you have to put it on people. Right. Whoever's firing the guns. Sure. They go, but if we do that... Then, like, how are we going to get rid of guns? <laughs> See, we, you got to think about these things, stupid. You can't blame it on the people. Yeah. Uh, like, blaming gun, calling it gun violence, like, like, oh, there's been a bunch of rapes. It's dick violence. <laughs> this dick violence against vaginas. Yeah, like in uh, the Wakuja or whatever, with that parade with the dancing grandmas and the kid that got killed, it was a car violence. It's car violence. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, Marrakesh up there in in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was oh, car that was violence. Bad. Or uh, was a Joshua Tree. I don't know, but it was car. Yeah, exactly. It was car violence. Automobile violence. Automobile violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with anything. But then when uh, it would say like uh, if there's a hate crime or something, then it's like uh, you know hate crime, white guy violence, or there's like uh, uh, police violence. They call it police violence. Then it's probably police violence. It's gun violence. It's club violence. It's knee violence. What about knee violence? Knee violence. <laughs> you know, it's just ridiculous. Uh, they they want to blame everything but the but the uh, responsible thing. Now, crime is up, and it's a top concern of forty nine percent of city voters. That's it. What are these other people concerned about? <laughs> Not enough parking. Um, That's true. You know, I've seen a lot of rats this year. Uh, the homeless. This is true. The homeless are a big problem because they're doing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing, they're the I ones mean, yeah, doing the crimes. Kind of, yeah. 
So a lot of them. I, I've, I've heard what I've heard is if they arrested like three thousand people, there's about three thousand people. If they took them off the streets, it'd be like, wow, crime is kind of gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and and this is a city of eight and a half million. Imagine that three thousand. Three thousand people, people like, make that big of a difference. Yeah, because they're the ones that are just like in. And out. It would at least put a put a tourniquet on it. This, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, I the source on that was a reliable one. I don't have okay. to. I, be- I believe. I believe you. You should. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so the, uh, here's the other issues. Uh, it, it's uh, more than triple the fifteen percent of respondents who cited affordable housing oh. and 12% homelessness. So that's kind of, you can roll those okay, together. I get it. Affordable housing. We need more p- poor people <laughs> in the city. <laughs> Not enough. I mean, look, affordable housing is a great idea, mm-hmm. but it can only go so far because the landlords, um, they have to uh, pay their bank note and the bank won't let them charge below a certain amount. I sure. don't think. Yeah. So you think, oh, I can deal with my landlord. I'm going to wheel and deal and uh, you know, get it to lower the rent because everybody's moving out. They're like, <laughs> a couple of people might have done that, but uh, it's not. Uh, you got to be pretty hardcore to go into that conversation. Majority of Big Apple voters, 54%, now disapprove of mm. Adam's handling of crime with only 37% of. Uh, who are these 37%? Respondents approve. Well, well it, it's, it, like, it, the, it it's be... like the approval ratings are so interesting, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, how do you approve of it? I mean, he said, he said, look, there's uh, people fighting down there. Call 911. That's <laughs> his bold new approach to crime. Wow. Dial 911 and you tell them about it. Well, people, well, people disapprove. It's either he, you could be in the camp of not doing enough or doing, doing too, too much. much. So that's all one disapproval rating. Uh, I'm pretty right? sure they must have asked him, do you disapprove? They might have asked the reasons. I don't know, but I don't uh, doing too much. Really, you think that? I mean, I know New York City's stupid. We're in a stupid bubble. Yes, where people are just like, well, I have my you know principles and my philosophies that I like to have, and uh, this violates them when you mm-hmm. do this to people. Yes, and then they get attacked, and they're like, could you please just hit him in the head for me and put him in a cage? You know, they try not to do that, but I mean, deep down, the most even the most liberal. New Yorkers, they they start to kind of go, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This is enough. You know, family court. Are you shitting me? Family court, and they get really mad about it for a while, and then but they go like, well, what are my choices here? I can either like fucking turn into one of these fucking Trump assholes or Uh go back to my old ways. (laughs) Seriously, and and, but deep down, they know they feel violated by the system because they are sure. So there's a big drop in support, uh, according to a Quin, uh, Quinnipiac, 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 Quinnipiac survey in early February, February when uh, 35% of voters were dissatisfied and 49% gave them a thumbs up. Wow, that is a big drop. Right. 12 percentage points. Adams, a retired transit cop. I didn't know he was a transit cop. I knew he was a cop. I didn't know he was a transit yeah, cop. Yeah, interesting. You know, what they, you know, the transit cops are called the O police. Have you ever heard of that? Because they say, like, uh, are you a cop? Oh, yeah, a uh, transit cop. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> he made reducing crime the cornerstone of his bid for City Hall, but violent crime has mostly worsened during his four months in office. Mostly, yeah. And he walks around in this end gun violence. St- this fucking jacket just, so I'm sorry, stupid. man. That really bugs me. That really bugs me that he's like walking around that big grin on his face, like, "Look, I, I'm against gun violence." I mean, okay. sure, good for you. That's a that's a bold stance for a mayor to take. What are the odds? You can do shit. You're <laughs> the one that's supposed to do it. <laughs> what are the odds a black person designed the tuxedo? I don't know what you're talking about. 
I mean, that he picked a black designer to design to do the masks. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Do you think he actually? Yeah, it does matter. No, because he was like, I gotta pick be pick a black person to design my tuxedo. Well, he can pick anybody he wants to design his tuxedo. I don't care about that. He didn't pick the best tuxedo. He picked a tuxedo because a black person made it. That might be the best one. I do know. The other ones are probably fucking purple. Whatever, dude. Why you don't know shit. Be purple? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> I'm just saying it takes nerve to be for him to be saying in gun violence when he has the power to do something about it. Absolutely does. Rather than going around promoting it like I'm against gun violence. <laughs> you don't have the right to do that. And like, I don't give a shit. Who I don't think he commissioned it anyway. He's probably somebody like here. Put this on. This is your fucking thing to wear. You know what I mean? I I don't know how many decisions this guy makes in a day, to be honest. Fair enough. Like, he's a, Joe, like he's Joe Biden. Similar. Okay. He's an idiot, though. Mm-hmm. This guy's an, a younger idiot. He's he's really not a... He, I'm going to say he's stupid, but his... Uh, <laughs> he's kind of like he, an he, airhead. He, he, do, he, doesn't, he does not strike me as particularly... Um, I don't know, like creative in terms of ideas mm-hmm. with the city and what to do about anything. You know, I mean, if if it all boils down to just like rhetoric and trying to like say the right things to the kind of people that are going to vote for you, a great politician, right? Yeah, and, and and really rising up in the NYPD past a certain place, you must be a great politician to become even. Even like a captain, I think, yeah, requires a lot of political skill. Even a lieutenant, yeah, uh, and then all the way up to you know the the whatever the precinct commanders and shit like that you know or the or the the borough commanders what it there's like it goes up and up and up mm-hmm. precinct commander i guess is i don't i don't know maybe that's not, it, 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 anything above a sergeant yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like you you have to be i don't know kind of good at it i mean you can become a lieutenant take a test i i, I look what do i know about the fucking nypd very little but i i know that it's like by the time you get up to be like a commissioner or something like that the highest guy you you're fucking you know it took as much to get there as it takes to be mayor probably almost yeah you're right the souring of that public perception on handling crime it transcends all age groups part uh, party affiliations and boroughs good to know so everybody hates him uh, in the bronx 61 percent of voters rated him negatively for addressing crime 61 percent of voters, now you think of the bronx think a lot of crime mm-hmm. but it's still a relatively small number of criminals and a lot of law-abiding citizens just going do something about the fucking crime help us yeah and and that's what's happening in every neighborhood. They would love to see stop and frisk again. They would love to see Giuliani be mayor again. Yes. Saying this out loud is like some kind of fucking cardinal sin, but they would love that. They need it. They're begging for it. More cops, more policing, less crime, less fear. Could Giuliani run again or it's two terms and you're out, except for unless you're Bloomberg? Giuliani's like pretty old now. I mean, like I think so, he could. <laughs> look at Biden, you know? <laughs> Are we going to really have this conversation? Biden, he's got two marbles rolling around in his fucking head. It's like running a city. He he would actually, you know, Giuliani would have to actually do things. There's not some fucking, you know, what maybe Trump run it through him or something. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I mean, it's Giuliani's too old. He's already had his two terms. Yeah, I think think he only did two two terms. But you know, Bloomberg bought a third one. Yeah, Um, good for him. It kept us away from de Blasio for four years, but maybe we would have gotten, I don't know, somebody who maybe maybe it was bad that Bloomberg was in there for that third term because there's a lot that I don't like about Bloomberg. And most of it came out in that last term. It wasn't just about maintaining the law enforcement and shit. It was more like, you know, give him his due, though. He did not want to just settle the fucking uh, stop and frisk lawsuit 
uh, yeah, uh, that are you know the, the decision that uh, uh, Sheer Shineland had made that the, the judge uh, was incorrect. She it was thrown out. Mm-hmm. She was thrown off of the case for being biased because she angled to get the case. Interesting. So once that happens, it's like, no, oh, fuck, what, what are you even doing? You can't do this. So they threw out her fucking decision because mm-hmm. it was biased. It was ridiculous. Her her decision about it being racially biased was wrong. But de Blasio goes, no, we'll accept it. We're going to do whatever your terms. Jeez. He just, like, goes along with it. And he gave the Central Park Five $41 million. That's insane. That is insane. Yeah, I know. Man, let's go a raping. Remember that movie? Came out around that time. It's like after some time after that or some shit. It's like, uh, yeah, good for you. You know, I mean, we now we we pop, popularized this fucking fiction about the yeah, Central Park. Yeah, it's exactly what it's fiction. It's yep. totally and, and yep. even the person who made the movie was like, well, it's not really intended to be true to life. <laughs> it's I said based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, based. Anyways, among racial groups, fifty nine percent of Hispanics, fifty five percent of whites. Gave Adams poor grades on crime. Black voters were split. 46% approving, 45% disapproving. Hmm. Which, you know, not not really... I mean, 45% disapprove. Okay. 59% of Hispanics and 55% of whites. Hispanics disapprove more than whites because their neighborhoods are getting trashed more, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's By... Hellhole. Blacks? Or <laughs> oh, I wonder who. I'm not. I'm just saying. A lot of it is Hispanic. A lot of Hispanics doing crime. Oh yeah, the Mendez was a lot. Was the guy we just talked about, right? Stephen Mendez yeah. out, out tonight. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> Similarly, only 43 percent of voters are confident that Adams will reduce gun violence in New York City. Eight percent were very confident. I'm not going to go through all of these, but uh, he gets a positive score in his job performance, but it's tepid. Uh, it's <laughs> Uh, 46 approve of Adam's job as mayor, 27% disapprove. And, you know, I don't know how, if since crime is the cornerstone here and the, and the most important issue to voters, uh, you look, it's he's not going to do anything about it. So uh, I guess we can only expect that to get increasingly uh, marked. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to get worse for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't have to be too eloquent about it. He's trying yeah. to, you know, balance both sides, and eventually he has to pick a side. You know, Are you, he no, he has a side. He's like, he's not doing dance. shit. Like on this side, he's not doing any dancing crime, but I'm gonna pretend I'm yeah. doing it, but I'm not really doing it. Well, of course, he's gonna pretend he's doing it, but yeah. like talking a good game is, you know, he he talks an excellent game, except it's very transparent. If you have any brains at all, you read what he's saying, and you're like, even what he's saying is wrong. For instance, he, he a woman got hit with a hammer in the subway, right? Sure. And uh, the guy who did it, uh, it was a black guy, and she's white. And he said, "Well, I don't, I don't subscribe to the idea that 400 years of racial injustice means that he should have to that a woman should have to get hit in the head with a hammer." It's like, well, that's uh, a given. Yeah. You know. Th- <laughs> that is I mean it sounds like he's saying something she shouldn't have to get hit with a hammer and you go okay great yes well of course not <laughs> that's ridiculous what air- are you gonna what's your response he's an airhead no that's smart though because it sounds like he's saying something he's not an airhead <laughs> he's not accidentally saying things that are that fucking you know galling 
You think so? I, he's just accidentally going, I don't think no, that I, should I, have to happen. No <laughs> way. No, he's not an airhead. You don't think he's an you, airhead? You don't get there by being an airhead, dude. He's, he's, no. I'm saying he's, he's, you can't say he's not intelligent in some way, but he comes off just hard and like sort of like, I don't give a fuck. And he's, you know, eventually that <laughs> we're going to see that come out more, I think. Anyways. Oh, I really? Mean, airhead doesn't fit. Uh, and I know that you intend to be insulting and he deserves insult, but yes. I just don't think he's an airhead. I think he's just a fucking, uh, <laughs> he's a politician. Mm. And and his brand of politics is to say things like that, like it should not be okay for women to get hit in the head. I don't think that's okay. <laughs> that's <such> a, yeah, <laughs> that, no shit. That's All your right. stance, you know. Yeah. But like, and yet it sounds as if, and there was another thing where he goes, "Where's uh, BLM now?" You know, because he was complaining about. I mean, like, crime numbers are bad. You know, people mm-hmm. are getting shot in the streets, and people are starting to make noise because. Where's BLM now, huh? Where are they? Uh, to you know, they, they if they think Black Lives Matter, where are they now? And everybody goes, "Wow, he finally gets it." No, he doesn't. He's the mayor. He's deflecting. Right. He's deflecting. He's saying, "Hey, this wait, where are these people? Who gives a shit? They're a Marxist group." <laughs> yeah. You're the mayor. What are they going to do? They want to defund the police. I mean, yeah. What they, the fuck? They're happy with the results. Yeah. They don't need to be here. Their job is done. They love it. You're here. And uh, everything's gonna it's going exactly according to plan. So where's BLM? Yeah, they're fucking having a beer somewhere, celebrating the destruction of New York City, buying mansions. Yeah, the NYPD is expected to blow past its overtime budget by nearly 150 million after already almost burning through its allotted funds earlier this year. So the figures from the city's independent budget office come uh, as he directs police brass to flood the streets and subways with officers and supervises to trim uh, <laughs> to try to stem the surge of violence in the Big Apple. So he's like, yeah, 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 go out there and work. So okay. NYPD used $564.2 million. Well, That's a lot of money. That's and it's allocated funds. Of yeah, uh, as of March 31st. And uh, see, so, you know, the estimated department will spend a total of $750 million in extra shift pay by the end of the year. You have to pay, guys. You know, wow, so $750 million just in overtime. Oh, uh, no. Oh, wait, I don't think so. In in extra shift pay. So I guess if that's oh, an wow. extra shift pay. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah there's going to be Holy some spending. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Can you say? You know, I mean, like, it, it, it's pick your poison. Uh, we could have had a relatively calm, crime-free city if we would have kept everything in place. But yeah. no, we decided not to do that uh, and uh, elect these people who don't care about anything. That's for sure. Uh, there was a heavy police, uh, heavy police activity in a high bridge neighborhood. I'll, I'll talk to you about that uh, quickly. If you mm-hmm. see the article here, you already know what's going to happen. <laughs> I love headlines. I, I don't. I don't like to tell a story in a roundabout way. A guy barricaded himself. Is what happened uh, in, in in a high bridge apartment with a knife, with knife anyways, and uh, yeah, he was taken into custody. And uh, ooh, sorry to slow this down for just one second. He was inside his apartment with his knife. Please say they were called to 1146 Ogden Avenue. You know that place. Oh, yeah. You know right where that is. Exactly it was uh, not until <laughs> nearly 4 p.m. that News 12 saw someone being taken away, handcuffed to a stretcher. Handcuffed to a stretcher because he's ill. He's mentally ill. Oh, Sounds like it. I mean, if he's barricaded in an apartment with his knife, have fun. You stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else in there? All right. Later. Bye. Are you going to hurt somebody? Why don't we just seal off the door? <laughs> <laughs> Weld and, it uh, shut. <laughs> hey, we've taken you in. <laughs> You're not homeless. <laughs> it's like home delivery jail. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's for the COVID era. 
Police say the man was taken away in custody. It was not immediately clear if there were any injuries, and uh, the police say the uh, police cars and the hostage negotiation team lined up, uh, lined the street as neighbors appeared shocked upon learning one of their fellow tenants allegedly barricaded themselves in an apartment. What do you mean? I could I could sit in here barricaded for the rest of my life. Nobody would give a shit. <laughs> Why would people give a I shit if you're barricaded? I could sit here and die. What do you mean? They would. Uh, do you smell something? That's how they'd find me. Barricaded in an in an apartment. <laughs> See, what are they not telling us? Is what I want to know. Yeah, they're not telling us something because there's more. Yeah, to it. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's barricaded in his apartment after doing what? what? What happened? What happened? Was it a wellness check? Domestic. Uh, fucking. Yeah. Who knows? You know, he would did something else and came in there, uh, threatened somebody, something. And he's barricaded. Yeah, he's not just there. No one reported it, and he's just sitting there with a knife yeah, in, a, in his living room, staring at the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah nobody's out there. It's fine. <laughs> you can go out, get the mail if you want. Yeah. It's, you can. You're barric- You're safe. Weird, right? <laughs> Guys, just. I don't know. I, there's something they're not telling us. That's, That's for, for sure. sure. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's 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 just go to the New York Post here in awesome. the uh, in the home edition here. You know, this is the the handy. Uh, I know it's a little old fashioned to read it out of a newspaper, like I'm Grandpa fucking crime or something. <laughs> Grandpa Let crime. Yeah, ah, there's a crime over here. Look at that. This is subway not safe. That's, that's a headline wow. right here from today's paper. Subway not safe. Mm. MTA worker plea for more police. Well, okay. This is subway conductor. Uh, well, he outraged. He was out. He's outraged about attacks on transit riders and his fellow transit workers. He confronted MTA CEO uh, Jano Lieber during a live radio interview. Was this on the Katsimatidis roundtable? It so often is. Uh, calling a subway a magnet and haven for criminals. Well, sure. And demanding more cops to address the problem. The public, the ridership, is not safe. The conductor, who said his name was Chris told Lieber in an appearance on WNYC. The New York City subway station is a magnet and a haven for criminals. We need constant police presence. Anyone who tells you that the subway is safe, well, they're not being honest with New Yorkers. You've been on the subway lately or or no? No, I try to stay away after reading all these stories. It does give people the impression there's just constant threat. I don't feel that way. I've been left alone when I have rode the subway. I mean, you're riding at three stops. Yeah, and I'm riding at not many stops. Right. I mean, like I occasionally, you know, you got to go someplace. But I mean, I haven't really uh, felt too afraid on a trip. On well, one time, I thought I was going to get my fucking life ended by this guy who looked like he just got out of fucking jail, and uh, <laughs> he was waiting. He's, he was never mind. I've told this story before. But uh, it, it, it just like he he suddenly was very angry at me. You didn't feel, <laughs> you didn't feel safe at that moment. I didn't, and uh, and you know what I did? I got off at the very next stop. <laughs> Good. I was just like, I don't care what happens. I'm, I'm not going to be sitting here with this guy anywhere near. And, and that's what you do. You get away from it if right. you can. I'm not saying that, like, oh, I'm going to evade it. I'm saying try. I don't know. About, like, like, the one with the poop in their face, in her face, you know, the guy put he shoved a bag of shit in yes. her face, right? Yeah. And, like, uh, there wasn't really a lot she could do there. You know, she did what she's supposed to do, sit and ignore the guy. Hey, mommy, you know, whatever he said, you know. Mm-hmm. What could she have said? I mean, she, it's it's not either like fuck the guy or eat some shit, right? So I mean, I, uh, what's the magic word there? To go, 
Oh, that's I got a man, you know. So, and he's going to talk to you forever. Right. Anybody who will shove, shove a bag of shit in your face is not going to give up too easy. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Like, Does this cigarette yeah. bother you or something? No. Oh, okay, good. I'm just leaning back. I like to lean back. <laughs> it's comfortable. I know. I, I read people's, people's body language and think it's about me. I'm a narcissist. That's not about me. <laughs> is, there a, is there a gnat? <laughs> it's kind of full of smoke away. Felony assaults jumped 50% just from February to March this year. Uh, hmm. That's a lot. That's a pretty big jump, 50%. The Post previously uh, reported that. Now, overall crime is down compared to before COVID-19, but not when adjusted to lower pandemic ridership figures. Yeah, because it was a... Nobody was on the train, so it's like, hey, so, well, crime's down on the subway. <laughs> you know, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> MTA uh, workers who spend all day underground have borne the brunt of that crime surge, and MTA stats show an average of nearly two attacks per week on subway workers so far this year, and many dozens more weekly cases of anti-worker harassment. Anti-worker harassment. Mm, workers! Look at you workers! Harassment. Why don't you quit working, worker? <laughs> get a job. Get a real job, go, worker. Go work someplace. <laughs> weird, right? It's fucking weird. Chris said he's uh, 57 years old and a lifelong New Yorker. Recalled being attacked last week by a person who refused to leave a train about to be taken out of service. Wouldn't get off. Ooh. Just wouldn't get off. Why won't he leave? Yeah, get, off, get off the train. Why are you staying here? It's out of service. You can't be here anymore. <laughs> you, you got your 275's worth. <laughs> he claimed he never sees the cops who patrol the station. And uh, when he does, they often just put disruptive individuals onto other trains. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go over there. Just go over there. There's nobody I mean, really, there. you know what it comes down to? It's like, yeah, you've kind of taken away any incentive to arrest people for shit like this. They'll be out in an hour yes. or whatever or that day. So what the fuck, dude? Why bother I mean, with the paperwork? Of course. It's, it, it's, you, if you turn policing into just a revolving door waste of time, you know, the, the what do you expect? Are, the police you know? are going to feel really defeated and have that why bother attitude. Well, even if they're not defeated, they're just like, hey, it's fucking, what's the point? You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, de defeated is like, it makes it sound like they're, they're fucking, you know, completely broken. I don't, I think that they would be more than willing to do their jobs. Uh, I think they're fucking champing at the bit to do their jobs. I, yeah, no, but I they agree. Just, just know they, what the result is going to be. What's it's, the point? It's, it's an intellectual choice to go, ah, well, fuck it. Yeah. And plus, you, you risk your whole career now. Somebody's got a phone. Let's say this escalates. Mm -hmm. And the smaller the thing that they're trying to fucking punish, that's what they'll say. Overjumping a turnstile. Mm -hmm. Because he wouldn't get off the bench he was trying to sleep. And they tried to get him up. And they had to tase him. And he had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, you know. It's always some bullshit. Uh, you, you you put so much on the line. Because, you know, losing your job as a cop is not just like, well, go get a new job. Yeah, you Learn can. to code. You're done. You know, you, you have, uh, you lose your pension. Mm -hmm. You lose your, you know, your security of your family. You're likely going to get sued. You might lose everything you own because they mm -hmm. can sue cops now. I think they can individually sue cops. They have, yeah. they don't have that protection anymore. It's like they've really fucked it up for the police, you know, and be, becoming a police now is a really. Pharmaceutical companies have more protection than cops. That's crazy. Of course they That's do. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, so the issue uh, that Chris is talking about is real, that we do need to have a more effective uh, police presence. That's what Lieber says. Well, they'll concede that. It said Lieber declined to dispute the veteran conductor's points. That was smart. That was a smart move. You don't want to do that. Uh, is it, here, I'll, I'll give you this anecdotal thing that he says. Okay. Uh, now, during my shift, uh, you might see cops come patrol for about half an hour, and then they leave. We have deranged people walking around the subways, and the cops 
NYPD. They'll take them uh, off northbound train uh, where they harass and torment our ridership and my coworkers and put them on the southbound train. Yeah, I mean, uh, just do that back and forth, north south. It's a little transfer. It's like, but but what about the guy who's harassing him? Does it? I mean, doesn't he have to get to his destination? <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? I mean, now what? I got to get on a southbound train just because I'm crazy and bothering people. <laughs> what, the fuck? what kind of place is this? They get out. <laughs> I love how they get outraged about the churro salesman whenever whenever they like won't let a woman. Some Mexican woman sell her churros. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! They're harassing the church. She's just trying to make money to support her family and all this shit. Well, okay. I'm touched by your compassion, your yeah. empathy for the the churro salesman woman. But you know, there's no health inspections for churro ladies, yeah. and there's no, I mean, there's no oversight. There's no accountability. So I'm not saying. You know that her churros are rotten. They're terrible, and that they're gonna like you know somebody's gonna break a tooth on the churro, or that they're gonna (laughs) get poisoned by a churro. God forbid there be rat droppings among Mm, the churro chocolates and whatnot. But you know that's the point: is that Mm. you you can't just like go around selling fucking food in the streets of any sort. Nobody can. Churro lady, I can't do it. You can't. It's going just going down the subway with like apples. (laughs) Anybody want an apple? I saw outside of uh, MSG coming here. Um, there was there were people selling bootleg Ranger mer- merchandise all along the sidewalk. You had tables lined up. And yeah, at least don't eat that. Yeah, don't eat the T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> and and so you know, and they still you think like that's crime. You know, yeah, they should be moved conceivably, but they won't, and that's fine. It's, it's good. Sell your merchandise. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that the Rangers can afford it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can. They can. Fine. They'll miss a couple hundred I'm sh- bucks. I'm sure that somebody's getting some kind of kickback up someplace, somewhere, whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't know how they do it, but it's happening. But yeah, some food shit, and nobody gets upset if they move those guys. If they were like, yeah, "Get out of here with your fucking fake merchandise," be like, "Oh damn!" But like these churro ladies, people really get up in arms about it. Really? Yes. Hmm. Not. I mean, not anybody with a brain. Sure. But like, you know, Twitter and shit like Twitter. that. People are like, "Well, yeah." Can you, you believe go. this? They just lose it. It's fairly funny. She's just trying to make a living to feed her kids, that sort of shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's out there working hard, hard to blah, 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 blah. A 51-year-old woman was fatally shot in the head in Queens. Cops now questioning a person of interest in the case. Fatally shot in the head, wow. Anna Torres shot shortly before 2.30 p.m. right inside her two-story single-family home shit. in Ozone Park, which is... Uh, there's crime there, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it wouldn't be I on my that. my top list of neighborhoods to move into. She was pronounced dead at the scene, which means she was dead. Mm-hmm. She dead. She's super dead. Gotta be super dead to be pronounced dead at the scene. I think. Yeah. Like a bullet a through while. the fucking brain or something. Like she, we we tried. <laughs> she's dead. She was pronounced dead at the scene. The alleged gunman fled in a black Chevy Traverse. Which I don't know that vehicle. I'm no, sure I do. It's, nice. it's a nice it's car. A I was going to buy it uh, before I bought my car that I have now. It's a nice car. It's big. Guilty. It's big. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> Surveillance footage obtained by the Post shows a man brandishing a gun outside her home, Torres' home, around the time she was killed. Mm. Prime suspect. Mm, brandishing a gun outside her home. Pick him up. Yeah. I'd Bring pick him, him up. In. Yeah. Bring him in for questioning. We have a, qu- a few questions. That's all. Yeah. Hey, look. Might have had a perfectly good reason. To have a gun outside her home <laughs> right around the time she was shot. You think he should be arrested just for a fucking think, gun? But, I, do, uh, 
I think we need to bring him in for questioning. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, detectives brought in a person of interest for questioning at the 106 Precinct House, and a gun was discovered. A gun was discovered. Oh, a gun was recovered. Okay. It wasn't discovered. It was recovered. It was just recovered. Okay. Previously discovered, <laughs> now recovered. No arrest or charges have been formally announced in that case. So, of course. Yeah, uh, she's actually the mother of uh, an NYPD officer. And, uh, uh, you know, God bless the I family. Wonder. Very sorry to hear about that. Uh, it, it's, it's a, you know, when you can't even open your door. Uh, but, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know if, they, if he knocked and, and she opened it or if he just, like, I don't know what happened. It's, you know, but it seems like, yeah, Avon lady, Landshark, whatever, you mm. know, and he just mm. shot her. So. Do you think that it was because she was the mother of an no. NYPD officer? You don't they think don't, so? It they, was just random? They don't believe that, that random, there's a connection there. Okay. Uh, and uh, I guess I don't either. Uh, if they don't, then I'll just go ahead. I'll go along. I'll go along peaceful on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, but I don't know. I can't imagine why else. That's the thing. What would the, what would the motive be to just like. You know, shoot a fifty-one-year-old woman in the fucking fuck the police just to kill. Her. Yeah, I mean, but if you don't know that, if if, if that's not the motive, I'm saying, what else would it be, sir? Right. I said, what else would it be? Not that. Not what. God, Ian, you're the worst. Am I? Oh. No, you're the second worst. <laughs> 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 I'll actually put this up. Uh, yes. Well, what, what I'm looking for now more more crime stories from New York City, and uh, you know, this this, this newspaper is filled with a lot of garbage. Not a lot of crime stories. Um, mm. You know, there's there's some crime. Uh, see, a living, yeah, a lot of stuff from uh, other places, which I more uh, appropriately covered on Crime Report on Compound. Uh, and uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, the, the, you know, of course, we have those people on the run down in Alabama. That'd be an interesting story to cover. Sounds like kind of Smokey and the Bandit kind of deal. Uh, shocking twist of a staircase death. I wonder if that's in New York City. Well, at any rate, we've done the hour anyways, mm -hmm. and uh, I think we talked about New York City crime quite a bit. Uh, if you want to uh, discover the uh, the video version of this podcast, it's available uh, for you guys at um, NYC uh, Crime Report, nyccrimereport.locals.com. Now, certain things are available there. Just follow. doesn't yeah. cost you anything. If you subscribe and, and, and want to support, then that's great because, you know, you get – a wide variety of stuff that you all created a, by me. All yeah, you created. have a shit ton of stuff up there. Yeah, involving uh, you know, I, I go ahead and put the patriarchy show there, um, just you know, so that's yeah. a perk, uh, and that's uh, you and I. And then we also have uh, RWI, reasonably well informed. We talk about uh, I don't know shit that's happening in the world, shit that's happening in the news, and uh, geez, so many more. Uh, latest fuck with uh, Douglas Nelson. I've been enjoying that show quite a bit, mm -hmm. and. I mean, I can continue to name them. Notorious NYC, myself and uh, Michael Sullivan, Michael O'Sullivan, who is a retired NYPD and uh, now a comic, but, you know, he does this show with me, and it's great. We talk about cases from uh, the past, you know, like one per show, delve into it a little bit. You get the basics, at least. And, uh, yeah, we uh, there's your there's your new NYC crime history show, which is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. That sounds cool. Yeah, and... Uh, there's others. There's more. I don't want to go into all of them. Monday morning quarterback with Ray Schneider, a retired uh, homicide detective in California. We look at, you know, footage from crimes when they have uh, police use of force. And he gives us sort of uh, the background on what's happening and, and what the law is, some specifics mm. of how things should or shouldn't have been done. Monday morning quarterback. Usually thought of as a bad thing, Monday morning quarterbacking, because, oh, you're going to go back and mud judge it. But you know what? We have the video, so <laughs> we know why, what's happening. Why the fuck not? Uh, and and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again soon. Thanks one more time, Ian, for being here.
Ian Erickson. No and problem, Pat. thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.